Bhagavad Gita chapter 2 verse 16 Yadatam He Abhi Kaunteya Purushasya Vipaschitam Indriyani Pramathini Haranti Prasabham Mana can you switch the echo off? The echo. You know the FX? EFF? Bring all the way down. EFF. No, no, no. You know the EFF written down there at the bottom? Bring all the way down. Zero. And switch the light off. Purushasya vipaschitaha Indriyani pramathini Harante prasabham manaha Yatato hyapikanteya Purushasya vipaschitaha Indriyani pramathini Harante prasabham manaha Yatato hyapikanteya Purushasya vipaschitaha Indriyani pramathini Harante prasabham manaha So we'll go straight to the synonyms Yatataha While endeavoring he, he certainly, Api, in spite of, Kaunteya, O son of Kunti, Purushasya, of the man, Vipaschitaha, full of discriminating knowledge, Indriyani, the senses, Pramathini, Stimulated, Haranti, throws forcefully, Prasabham, by force, Manaha, the mind. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada Ki. Translation, the senses are so strong and impetuous, O Arjuna, that they forcibly carry away the mind even of a man of discrimination who is endeavouring to control them. Please repeat, the senses are so strong, are so strong and impetuous, O Arjuna, Arjuna, that they forcibly carry away, forcibly carry away the mind even of a man, even of, a man of, discrimination, of discrimination who is endeavouring endeavoring to control them. Purport. There are many learned sages, philosophers and transcendentalists who try to conquer the senses but in spite of their endeavors, even the greatest of them sometimes fall victim to material sense enjoyment due to the agitated mind. Even Vishwamitra, a great sage and perfect yogi, was misled by Menaka into sex enjoyment, although the yogi was endeavoring for sense control with severe types of penance and yoga practice. And of course, there are so many similar instances in the history of the world. Therefore, it is very difficult to control the mind and the senses without being fully Krishna conscious. 
without engaging the mind in Krishna, one cannot seize such material engagements. A practical example is given by Sri Yamanacharya, a great saint and devotee who says, actually there is a verse here, I'll just read the verse out. The translation is given there, but here the verse is given. Since my mind has been engaged in the service of the lotus feet of Lord Krishna and I have been enjoying an ever new transcendental humor, Whenever I think of sex life with a woman, my face at once turns from it and I spit at the thought. Krishna consciousness is such a transcendentally nice thing that automatically material enjoyment becomes distasteful. It is as if a hungry man had satisfied his hunger by a sufficient quantity of nutritious eatables. Maharaj Ambarish also conquered a great yogi Durvasamuni simply because his mind was engaged in Krishna consciousness. So this is a an important verse in the Bhagavad Gita, in the second chapter. Just prior to this, last Wednesday, we studied the, the previous verse, 259, which is worth revisiting because this verse continues from there. This is The embodied soul may be restricted from sense enjoyment, though the taste for sense objects remains. But seizing such engagements by experiencing a higher taste, he is fixed in consciousness. So, uh, the... the, um, In short... Actually, this verse is saying that the best way to control our mind is to not really control it, but give it the highest pleasure. Because the mind is seeking pleasure after all. We all seek pleasure. And in any spiritual discipline, there is um, recommendation or uh, what is that? Commandment where we are forced to obey that we cannot, just like even in the Bible, it is said, thou shall not kill, thou shall not commit adultery, thou shall not, you know, uh, steal. So all these things, why they are there? They are negations like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. So, but these are the things we want to do. You know, there is a nice verse in the um, Bhagavatam. I'll just take that out. Now, yeah, Srimad Bhagavatam 11.5.11 Loke Vivayamisha Madhya Seva Nityahi Jantor Nahitat Prachodana Vivasthitishtesha Vivaha Yajna Suragrahai Rasu Nivritti Rishta In this material world, the conditioned soul is always inclined to sex, meat-eating and intoxication. Therefore, religious scriptures never actually encourage such activities. Although the scriptural injunctions provide for sex through sacred marriage, for meat eating, 
through sacrificial offerings and for intoxication through the acceptance of ritual cups of wine such ceremonies are meant for the for the ultimate purpose of renunciation now you see the point i want to highlight is that we are naturally inclined to these sinful activities the mind gravitates to that you know so if we ask that's why spiritual life is sometimes uh, not appealing to many people because they want to continue their sinful life hmm. or if somebody promises them you just do whatever you want eat whatever you want doesn't matter you just take my blessings and you will become successful so they won't want to go for these things they want shortcut they don't want the real path and they do not know what success actually is they think these gurus we should go and get success for material life that's what they use spirituality for so here it is said that religious uh, scriptural injunctions never actually encourage these act- activities and therefore it is not appealing to general mass of people because they want instant gratification they don't look for um, more worthy happiness more worthy achievement that would take actually time and effort and sacrifice and dedication to achieve so because of this junk food and junk gratification that we are after so especially in this kali yuga where sense gratification is just available at, literally at our fingertips previously if i want to watch a movie i have to maybe save up some money doing a part time job and buy a ticket to a movie theater and go watch a movie now if i want to watch a movie i can i have to wait for the time oh first day first show or what what you know all the <laughs> show times now there is no restriction i used to i remember when i was a kid um so i have three siblings two brothers one sister so you can imagine the chaos that was there in the house and we used to fight <laughs> and when there was a, the tv was on you know there was a number of channels and all that so every one of us would fight i want this channel i want that channel and we all used to fight fist fights even to be very honest so now you want to watch you watch i will watch this you watch that everybody do their own thing in the same room everybody is watching the whole thing on the screens you see how much we are we are um, given the sense gratification right at our fingertips i just a mere thought of to enjoy something i can enjoy it so that kind of enjoyment and if i want to buy something i don't have to go to the i know um, queue in the marty and go to some shopper if i if i want i can just order it online it will be delivered at doorstep so all this so called convenience we have so much increased the facility for sense gratification instant gratification that more and more so people are not interested in spiritual life because mind you this is the kind of happiness there are <laughs> there are happiness in the three modes there is a mode of goodness passion and ignorance and there is happiness in these three modes as well so those in the mode of goodness sattvic people they tend to accept this kind of happiness yatad agre vishameva parinamay amrutopamam tat sukham sattvikam proktam atmabuddhir prasadajam bhagavad gita 18 37 that which in the beginning oh sorry 
That which in the beginning may be just like poison, but at the end is just like nectar, and which awakens one to self-realization is said to be happiness in the mode of goodness. So, sattvic happiness is in the beginning a little bit tough. Anything worthwhile involves sacrifice. As I say, no pain, no gain. You want gain without pain, that gain is not really worthy. So, if something worthy, you have to take pains, even materially. What to speak of spiritually? So, for example, we have to wake up early for Mangal Arati and chant our rounds. We have to follow certain principles. No meat eating, no illicit sex, no gambling, no intoxication. We have only eat prasadam. So many rules and regulations. So, that in the beginning may be a little bit, say, poison. Like, I don't want to wake up in the morning. I don't want to take a cold shower. I don't know. So, these things are, we don't want to do these things. But, if you actually do it, the end result is happiness, lasting happiness. And which awakens one to self-realization, that is more important. Meaningful happiness, not just like a, uh, you know, pig is also happy. A pig, if you go to India, they eat garbage and, you know, piles of garbage are there and they, they, they feast on them. And they're so happy, they're becoming so fatty, you know, eating the garbage. So they're actually very happy and they, and they have no restriction of sex, mother, sister, daughter, doesn't matter. And each time they produce half a dozen children and they have no problem maintaining them happy, jolly. So that kind of happiness is without meaning. That is garbage happiness, literally. <laughs> so happiness which is meaningful, which awakens one to self-realization, with self-awareness. Mind you, even a donkey is happy. Why the donkey is going after the she-donkey for sex pleasure and then the she-donkey hits you know, with the hind legs, it kicks uh, the male donkey on the face and still the donkey goes after it. it the donkey thinks that is pleasure. Another example is given in the Bhagavatam as the camel. The camel is a classic example of a foolish materialist. Because a camel in the desert eats cactus. And um, cactus has thorns, you all know. So when it eats the cactus, so it, when it chews the cactus in its mouth and you know go on chewing, all the the thorns you know prick the inside of the mouth of the camel, the tongue, the above, below, everywhere, and the blood starts oozing out. And this camel foolishly thinks that this cactus with the thorns, with the crisp thorns, with the blood taste is very tasty. It enjoys, but actually, what is happening? It's hurting itself. So that's what materialists do. They they are so called happy. They think it is is Maya Sukha Bharam. Maya Sukha means illusory happiness. It is actually distress, but they accept that as happiness. That is foolishness because of illusion. People want to enjoy life. Where is the enjoyment? Practically speaking, there is birth, death, old age, and disease, principal sufferings, and then there are minor sufferings. Adhyatmic, Adhibhautik, Adhidaivik Miseries That means miseries caused by my own body and mind Miseries caused by other living beings And miseries caused by Devatas like Famine, drought, earthquake Beyond human control So these things are there Practically whole life We have to struggle Why do people work? If given a chance nobody wants to work but if they don't, they can't maintain even themselves. Even the rich, even the rich people, 
if they don't work they will die of boredom they have to do something they have to be active otherwise they can't be happy even material happiness even that maya sukha they cannot get so spiritual happiness is different qualities of a different quality it is above the so called happiness of the material world it doesn't it is not disturbed by any material condition in the material life if i get something if i achieve something i become happy if i lose something i become unhappy so this hankering and lamentation is going on but in the spiritual life whether i lose or gain materially it doesn't disturb the spiritual happiness and that is possible if we are connected with krishna so although this material life um is very glaring very attractive to us it is actually painful so when spiritual disciplines um advocate that we give up the sense gratification we don't want to do it but the better way to be attracted to uh, to uh, spiritual life is not really to stop the um, tendency to enjoy it is artificial to try to stop the tendency to enjoy give yourself something which you will perpetually enjoy that will completely satisfy and by product you will not be interested in material sense gratification automatically you don't nobody needs to tell you uh, that you don't do this don't do that. you automatically don't want to do it because you have a higher taste just like the pigs are very happy eating garbage and stool but since we have a higher taste as humans if somebody asks us to eat stool and be happy what is that you know how can we be this prison prison even in prison they don't do that maybe in some they do so you see there is hell for us whereas there is happiness for the pig but because we have a higher standard of happiness our eatables are far more relishable far more tasty so we don't automatically no if you ask the pig hey, don't eat that garbage you come and eat this halwa <laughs> the pig won't eat. Pig is not interested. So how can you ask me to give up my garbage? <laughs> that's my feast. So that's how we are now. When we ask you, uh, ask people, okay, give up, you know, your material way of life. You take up. No, no, no. This is. Oh, I have to give up watching movies. I have to give up. The, oh, no, no, no. I have to give up eating meat. No, no. You see, because we don't want to give up our garbage. We think it is not garbage. but when you have a higher taste that is the worst this previous verse today's verse if you have a higher taste so much higher than these things then automatically you will be not interested like a child robert said he is playing he is playing and playing and it's getting dark outside and mother calls him home come back come back you know it's getting dark he is not interested he's just playing around with the other kids But if the mother says, "Come, come here, is ice cream," or oh, immediately gives up and comes because this is higher taste. He, his enjoyment is higher. So this is a better way to control than artificial restriction. Because when we artificially restrict ourselves, this is what happens. Um, I think we will first go this these few verses first before we go them. You see the instant gratification, this mode of passion, rajasik. 
విషయేంద్రియో సంయో విషయేంద్రియో సంయోగాద్యత్తగ్రే అమృతోపమం పరిణామే విషమివ తత్సుఖం రాజసం స్మృతం దాట్ హ్యాపీనెస్ విచ్ ఇస్ డిరైవ్ ఫ్రమ్ కాంటాక్ట్ ఆఫ్ ద సెన్సెస్ విత్ దియర్ ఆబ్జెక్ట్స్ అండ్ విచ్ అపియర్స్ లైక్ నెక్టర్ అట్ ఫస్ట్ బట్ పాయిజన్ అట్ ది ఎండ్ ఇస్ సెట్ టు బి ఆఫ్ ద నేచర్ ఆఫ్ ఫ్యాషన్ దిస్ ఇస్ ఇన్స్టెంట్ గ్రాటిఫికేషన్ యు నో హౌ మెనీ ఆఫ్ యు హవ్ ఎక్స్‌పీరియన్స్ ఓ జస్ట్ బ్రౌజ్ త్రూ ఫేస్బుక్ అండ్ యు నో గో ఆన్ అండ్ ఆన్ అండ్ ఆన్ అండ్ ఆఫ్ యు వాంట్ టు డు ఫర్ 5 మినిట్స్ బట్ యు డు ఇట్ ఫర్ 1 అవర్ అండ్ దెన్ then you realize oh, what have i done please sir one hour one hour just gone like that you know <laughs> just meaningless browsing then when we doing it it was, it was just like some dopamine hit in the head this is called nectar at first but poison at the end you will regret it later why did i do this so this is how more more of passion happiness is there that's why it's very hard to give up this because at this moment i want to enjoy that's that's how it it works but when we look back oh it's very great what we did same thing with any for example we we want to enjoy our material relationships and this and that it, it sounds nice but at the end of the day at the end of life at the time of death we are hit with serious trouble because at that time our relatives are not going to be with us none of them will come with us and nobody can help in our situation usually when we are down we look for friends to help us you know or family members whoever we can confide with but nobody is going to help at the time of death i'm going to go alone so that time all of them will fail me so that time the depression that we go through is immense at the time of death is the biggest hit that we will get the biggest setback and it's going to come it's not that maybe it will come no it will, that's one thing that is most sure anything you know anything may happen or not happen but death will certainly happen as they say as sure as death how sure are you as as sure as death that's the most sure thing and so but we fail to see that పర్సన్ అబ్బిన పరిస్థితి వీ గో సంబడి డైట్ వీ క్రై ఓవర్ వీక్ కపుల్ ఆఫ్ వీక్స్ ఆఫ్టర్ దట్ లైఫ్ గెట్స్ బ్యాక్ టు నార్మల్ నెక్స్ట్ మూవీ వాట్ ఇస్ దట్ ఇట్స్ ఇట్ అబ్సల్యూట్లీ నో రియలైజేషన్ వాట్ ఎవర్ రియలైజేషన్ వీ హ్యాడ్ లాస్ట్ ఫర్ అబౌట్ వన్ వీక్ దట్స్ ఇట్ మాయా టేక్స్ అవే దట్ రియలైజేషన్ అగైన్ వీ ఫర్గెట్ యూనో సో దిస్ ఇస్ వెరీ డేంజరస్ బట్ దెన్ ఆఫ్ లైఫ్ వెన్ ఇట్ హిట్స్ అస్ దెన్ నథింగ్ కెన్ సేవ్ and all the things that we have acquired all the things that we have worked hard for everything will be lost so why why should we waste our life in this so called although we may say now i struggle hard and i get a good job maybe a 10 years later that looks like not instant gratification but from the viewpoint of eternity this life is so short this 80 100 years maximum it's very very short and to um desire any happiness in this life even it be a 50 years later is still instant gratification from the viewpoint of eternity because we are talking about not even millions trillions but infinite infinite number of years anything over infinity is zero so it's flash in time and if i want to be happy in this life um say i want to become a big lawyer or a big you know 
sportsman anything work so hard for all that is instant gratification according to vedic because we are looking at a much bigger perspective because people do not know that there is something after this death they think this life is all in all uh, but because the devotees they know that we are eternal this is just a brief flash in time a period of time that's it so they therefore they do not waste time in this rather they spend time in krishna consciousness just like we had uh, roaring kirtan just now we danced we sang those in the pubs and clubs they also try to do this they sing and dance but what they get after that is a hangover but we we enjoy next day we are again dancing in the morning 5 am they are 5 am flat out <laughs> so this is the difference because this is spiritual life susukham kartum we are not asking they asking anybody to stop dancing or stop singing no enjoy but enjoy with krishna that's all that is spiritual life whatever you are doing do it with krishna you want to sing in that yes you sing his name you sing so many songs acharyas have written so many songs you can sing them beautiful songs and musical instruments you can play you want to eat fine you eat prasadam later you will see prasadam so tasty but offer it to krishna first before eating that's it anyway you are going to cook anyway you are going to eat before eating and uh, cooking and eating offer it to krishna and eat of course you have to offer those things which please krishna so you can't eat meat you know these things are prohibited but what is it that we get from meat apart from sin of killing the animal or having the animal killed for us uh, there is far more taste in vegetable preparations uh, especially if you see um, the indian style of cooking the amount of tastes that are there thousands and thousands of preparations can be made you see not like you know everything has to be just boiled vegetables and you know nobody will be interested like that <laughs> so everything you can enjoy but enjoy with krishna that's all we are asking you don't have to give up anything really but you have to dovetail it in krishna's service recently i made a video on my um, youtube channel where uh, there was this uh, dance group you know from india they won a dance competition um world worldwide dance competition so it was a very famous thing that happened so so i just made a uh, video for them and by krishna's grace it actually reached them and they appreciated it as well so i said you know it's good that you are because their dance form is very modern you know very modern with all kinds of gymnastics and all these things it's not like traditional indian dances like bharatanatyam or kuchipudi or something like that so so i just did this video asking them to use their talents yes you dance very nicely fine so now use it for krishna because they they did a dance where they imitated a, a fight scene so i said fine good you have a talent we don't ask you to stop use it to depict like fight scenes like ramayan mahabharat 
so much story, so much drama in our scriptures. Enough things to show. We don't have enough time to show in our whole life. That much content is there already. So, all these talents must be put to good use in Krishna's service. So, they don't have to really give up what they're doing. But if they do it for Krishna, the life is successful. Because our life, we are meant to glorify Krishna. We are meant to glorify Krishna. We are part and parcel of God. Our natural occupation is to serve God. If you are not clear about who God is, that's why Krishna himself came. God himself came down. And that's what this Bhagavad Gita is all about. Here I am. This is me. And if you want to come to me, this is the path. This way he spoke the whole Bhagavad Gita. We just have to take it and be successful. We don't have to invent anything. We think in the modern, especially modern age, that to be happy, we need to invent another gadget, another next thing, a next thing, a next thing, breakthrough in science, breakthrough in technology, this, that. We don't need these things. The very fact that the level of contentment that people had, say 300 years ago, compared to now, there is a big uh, problem now. With so-called social media and everything. The people are, there are um, teenagers who are getting depressed because every photo in Facebook and Instagram looks very good and they look at their own face in the mirror and they go, no, I'm not so good because you, go, you, all, you can have filter on Instagram and you can put what the face, what beauty, beauty, up the beauty and then you'll <laughs> do some magic for your face, that's it and every, every face looks good. Or oh, then somebody has a spot on their cheek, oh, I'm depressed. This kind of depression, you know, I'm surprised. These people are getting depressed for these things. They have such weakness of mind, so weak, that even these small, small things can, previously, you know, how much they have endured without much, you know, they just go on with their life, you know. They have much more strength of character. Now, no. Small, small thing like a sissy. All this is because why? Too much gratification, too much hope that we can be happy with this material body, with the material, you know, arrangements or technology, this, that. is creating a problem. And the social media and all these things, they are giving a voice to everyone. People, many people say that's good but it's also very bad also because if a fool is given voice he will speak rubbish people literally think if I have a good following and you know if I become famous somehow or other either by becoming a movie star or a sports player or a internet celebrity they think it's a success but anybody can become famous if you are good at what you are doing even if it's crap, you can still become famous because there will be crap audience to watch the crap stuff. Because there are people in the mode of goodness, passion and ignorance. And people in the mode of ignorance, they will do something nonsense and those other people in the mode of ignorance, they will like that stuff. It does not mean that only if somebody does good then people will like it. No. If people do bad, 
there are set of people who like that also because their mindset is like that and these people who get this big following like movie stars for example I mean they just strip themselves naked almost and they have huge following and they think they are right because they have a lot of following this is the false sense of uh, correctness they, that one gets through so called democracy when you give power to the people to tell you what is right if people vote for somebody oh you know this this person has so much you know fan following and he thinks because i have such a fan following i'm right in what i'm doing are what is the class of people who are voting for you that is not taken into consideration what kind of people are looking up to you you will explain श्रवि पराहोष्ट खराय संस्तुत पुरुष पशु नयत कर्ण पथोपेतो जातु नाम गदाग्रजा मेन हु आर लाइक डॉग्स हॉग्स कैमल्स एंड एसेस प्रेज दोस मेन हु नेवर लिसन टू द ट्रांसेंडेंटल पास्ट टाइम्स ऑफ लॉर्ड श्री कृष्णा द डिलीवरर फ्रॉम इविल्स पीपल हु आर एनिमलिस्टिक दे विल ग्लोरीफाई अ बिगर एनिमल अ डॉग विल ग्लोरीफाई अ बिगर डॉग and same with hogs camels asses so men who are like this they will praise those men for example if i am an atheist and if somebody is speaking very uh, very good orator but he is an atheist i will glorify him and he thinks he is you know big time you know you know he is getting fame and you know he is getting on tv shows here and there and speaking with some interviews and he thinks he is big time because he thinks he's right because he just has following no spiritual life especially it is said manushyanam sahasreshu kaschit gatati siddhaye yadatam api siddhanam kaschin vyaktimam tatvatah this is krishna saying out of many thousands among men one may endeavor for perfection and of those who have achieved perfection hardly one knows me in truth so here we are talking about minority absolute like One in a million, one in millions. This is the kind of minority we are talking about. Devotees will be so rare because this is not easy to take. It's like Prabhupada said: in an imitation jewelry shop, you will have a huge crowd because anybody can afford that. But in a real gold shop, the clientele is much smaller. but the quality people who can actually spend that much of amount of money similarly the price to pay to achieve self realization god realization it's not cheap there are many gurus who advertise you you just do anything and everything and you know you just follow me i'll, I'll take you back to god or i am god you will also become god all kind of promises they are making people get seduced by this and they like because they don't want to give up the material life so but our process is very although it is very so called difficult but because of chaitanya mahaprabhu's mercy chaitanya mahaprabhu here you can see hands raised he is dancing always uh, nityananda prabhu and chaitanya mahaprabhu 
They are Krishna and Balaram themselves who came 500 years ago as Krishna's devotees. So they inaugurated the Sankirtan process by singing and dancing the names of Krishna. So that so-called difficult process, you know, how difficult it is. Krituvayadhyayato Vishnu Tretayam Yajato Makhaya Dvapare Paricharyayam Kalotad Harikirtanat Whatever result was obtained in Satya Yuga by meditating on Vishnu. You know what is meditating on Vishnu means? Not just, you know, like 15 minutes meditation. They used to do in the forests, completely outside the city for thousands of years. Valmiki meditated for 60,000 years. Because that time, the lifetime was 100,000 years in Satya Yuga. Treta Yuga, the lifetime reduced by, from 100,000 years to 10,000 years. Like Lord Ramachandra, he ruled Ayodhya for 13,000 years after defeating Ravana. Then, Dwapar Yuga, the lifetime reduced by even 10 times, 1,000 years. And in Kali Yuga, even 10 times, 100 years. That's why we all live 100 years. So those times, people used to live that long. And again, after Kali Yuga, there will be Satya Yuga again. Again, people will start to live for 100,000 years. So these are the cycles, bigger seasons of time. Not the seasons that we know, much bigger seasons. So, in the Satya Yuga, when meditating on Vishnu, that was the, and severe austerity, absolutely, very severe. You know, you can't even imagine the things that they used to do in the forest and all that. Treta Yuga, by performing sacrifices, you know, the Havan, the Homa, with, nowadays it is done in a simple way, but those days, very, very grand. The amount of ghee that is required for doing this is, can't even be gotten today. And the brahmanas who chant the mantras are so powerful that they ignite the fire just by mantra alone. Uh, they can do many wonderful things. Such potency they used to have because of their tapasya. Now where? Hmm? So that is also not possible in the Kali Yuga. The meditation, forget it, 100,000 years where. And sacrifices, we can't really do this. Very, very expensive. And the gifts you have to give to every Brahmana who comes. You have to give, not that, you know, I just, uh, um, nice ceremony, I'll be able to go home. No. You have to feed everybody. And giving charity to the Brahmanas. Then there is Dwapar Yuga, where there is serving the Lord's lotus feet. Big opulent temple worship. If you go to India now, also big, big temples. Huge temples. You start to wonder how these temples were even maintained. You know, huge structures and massive. If actually the temple was busy with full activity, thousands and thousands of people, especially in South India, you see the temples. So huge. But if you go now, just one corner of the temple is just busy a little bit, altered. Most of it just... Dogs are running around and rats. They were maintained before. They were busy places. So just imagine the kind of grandeur in which the Lord was worshipped. But who has time nowadays? That is also gone. But the same result of all these different difficult um, sacrifices and austerities can be achieved in Kali Yuga simply by chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra.
how much it is simplified because the Lord knows it is such a difficult age everybody is so distracted so disturbed the lifetime is short quarreling for everything so to gradually um, save uh, not gradually in fact very instantaneously to save the population of Kaliuga, he gave the simple process of Hare Krishna mantra chanting the only sacrifice you have to do is instead of talking rubbish you just have to open mouth and chant Hare Krishna same tongue you don't even have to do Maunavratam and all this nothing you do just chant Hare Krishna with the tongue that you have and you want to eat eat Krishna Prasadam eat until your neck but eat Krishna Prasadam that's all and read Bhagavad Gita which is very very interesting very gratifying for the mind also you learn so many things it is meaningful it is you know it is actually fun so and associate with devotees and do service very simple in Kali Yuga and this is the higher taste otherwise the senses each of these senses are going to pull us in every direction we actually are running out of time seriously because the drama is going to start so you see otherwise the senses are so strong and impetuous that they forcibly carry away the mind even of a man of discrimination not that they will uh, carry away the mind of a man who is you know fool sometimes you know uh, people say oh why you have a dirty mind why you have to look at women like that or something and sometimes women themselves wear uh, very inappropriately and if the man looks at them in a weird way then they will say oh why you have a dirty mind everybody has a dirty mind first of all if one does not have a dirty mind she wouldn't even wear like that second even Vishwamitra Muni without even looking at Menaka when he was closing his eyes and doing meditation he heard the ankle bells the ankle bells of Menaka he lost his mind and he opened his eyes and he got totally captivated by her beauty and he fell fell down from his yogic perfection and he had his daughter with her so you see even a man of discrimination even the most self-controlled man there is only one person who can withstand the power of attraction of a woman Srimad Bhagavatam 3.31.37 Amongst all kinds of living entities begotten by Brahma namely men, demigods and animals none but the sage Narayana is immune to the attraction of Maya in the form of woman and for the woman the man nobody is free from this attraction except for Narayana he came as a sage, you know, Naranarayan. This is Lord Narayan himself who came as a sage. So, only Lord Narayana is immune to the attraction or Krishna. He is immune to the attraction. People think he is a playboy oh, with all the gopis and dancing. No, 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 no. He is not interested. He doesn't need the gopis at all. Because the gopis wanted to serve him in the, as a conjugal lover, he reciprocated that service. Just like Mother Yashoda wanted to serve him as a mother, so he reciprocated like a perfect child. So they wanted to love him as a beloved uh, conjugal lover. So he reciprocated as a conjugal lover to them. Arjuna wanted him as a friend. Krishna was a perfect friend. So he was perfect in every relationship. 
He just reciprocated to the devotees as they wanted him, wanted to see him. That's it. He did not need, or he was not, uh, you know, uh, hankering, or uh, he was not a playboy. No, it's totally wrong. Even Hindus get this wrong. That's why they think, oh, Sita Ram is good. Radha Krishna is a little bit sketchy. Because you don't understand. <laughs> In fact, Radharani's love for Krishna is far superior to even the Lakshmi. Lakshmi could not enter the Raslila. Because in Lakshmi or Sita or the, the, the queens at Dwarka, Rukmini, they have a security that he is my husband. Therefore, I, I love him. But for Radha and the gopis, there is no contract, no binding contract. There is no reason to love him, but they simply love him. Without condition. Unconditional love. That is the highest. That's why the gopis. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was the strictest sannyasi. If a woman had to bow down to him, bow down from 100 feet away. No woman could come near him even. So strict. He gave up his wife when she was only 16 years old and he was 24. And his mother was 70 and there was no other man in the house. He renounced. He was so strict. But he also said that the best way to worship Krishna is the way adopted by the gopis. So it is not immoral. Gopi is love. It is, it is difficult subject matter for ordinary humans to understand. It's far superior. So, the thing is this. He is immune to the attraction. It, there was a Rajasuya sacrifice. Maharaj Yudhishthir. And all the great personalities came. Even Devadas came. Demigods. And Krishna was washing everybody's feet. So humble. Being God himself. So anyway, at that, in that arena, the most... Uh, exalted person was to be glorified and the person everybody was glorifying Bhishma Dev because he was a great Brahmachari and so what happened Bhishma Dev said no greater than me is Krishna because he is a greater Brahmachari I was a Brahmachari yes but I kept myself away from women because <laughs> not only the human but Krishna in the presence of thousands of women he is still not attracted he is the greater Brahmachari. Mm. So this is the fact. So a devotee who takes shelter of Krishna, he also can conquer this attraction. Haridas Thakur, you know the story? Some of you know. Haridas Thakur, he was chanting day and night Hare Krishna. We are chanting 16 rounds. He chants 192 rounds every day. 192 times 108. One round is 108 times on the on the beads. So 192 times 108 times. Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So Maya came as the most beautiful woman in the dead of night. He was alone in the cave and the breeze was so nice. Fragrance of the flowers. Everything was romantic. On the riverside, everything conducive to have sex. But he rejected. For three nights she waited and she became a devotee. She became a devotee. She also started 192 rounds. Power of Haridas Thakur. How? Because he took shelter of Krishna. Just imagine, a person who has taken shelter of Krishna is so immune to the attraction of sex. What to speak of Krishna himself? So, don't get mistaken. Right? So, this is the only way to control the senses, to engage them in Krishna's service. So, I'd like to stop here. It's also stop by itself. So, any questions or comments on this topic?
clear? So we'll stop here. Grantra Srimad Bhagavad Gita ki. Srila Prabhupada ki.